We gotta stop this. Are you certain that the tap water you're drinking no, women are reporting feeling confident about Less their bodies? women in the United States have given birth this year so health far. Health department says lab work of 12 of those across nine states have gotten high sick. rates of childhood asthma. And now it's time for health in the news. So this week for the health in the news, we actually have an interesting article. They are talking about the new guidelines for diabetes. So the title of today's In the News article is American College of Physicians Issues New Blood Sugar Recommendations for Type 2 Diabetics. Now, typically, the interesting thing is that typically when we see new guidelines coming out for blood pressure or cholesterol levels or blood sugar levels, typically what they do is they make that healthy range smaller so that more people have to be on medications. That is the name of the game typically. So it's a big win for pharmaceutical companies when that happens because then if the normal range is smaller, more people have to be on medications, which means that pharmaceutical companies make more money. But this is super interesting that today in the news, the American College of Physicians just came out with new guidelines for blood sugar recommendations. And what they're saying is that the blood sugar levels are too narrow for people currently. So, you know, you look at this and it's a major medical organization and they're recommending that diabetics allow their blood sugar levels to remain above the current ideal levels. So currently, the way that we test blood sugar in healthcare is to get your A1C tested. Many people know that. That's a familiar term like, oh, my A1C is whatever number it is, right? And what that tells you, that is a blood test to see what your average glucose, what your average blood sugar is over the last 60 to 90 days. So it's a good test to see how your body is responding long-term to the blood sugar and also how well you've been taking care of yourself, nutrition and lifestyle-wise over the last 60 to 90 days. So that A1C has typically been the standard of testing to decide if you are now diabetic or non-diabetic. And we're talking type 2 diabetes, not type 1 diabetes. So it's super important that you understand the difference between those two. Type 2 diabetes is the lifestyle diabetes. That's what 95% of diabetics have is type 2 diabetes. And that A1C is the standard test that we decide, typically as a healthcare profession, that they decide if you are diabetic or not. And currently, the current standard is that your A1C is 6.5 or less. So they say as long as your A1C is 7% or less, so that number is 7, as long as it's 7 or less, the target is 6.5, then you're totally fine. Then, you know, you're pre-diabetic if it's closer to that 7 range, but you're still not considered diabetic until it goes over 6.5 as far as your A1C goes. But The new standards that the American College of Physicians just put out a couple of hours ago, what they're saying is that now they're finding, after tons and tons of research, they've done extensive research on this, and they are finding that type 2 diabetics should allow their A1C to go up to as much as 8%. So an A1C of 8 or less should be, according to the American College of Physicians, the new standard for type 2 diabetes. So where A1C used to be 65 
was the top limit. And then after that, you're put on medications to control your diabetes. Now, just a couple of hours ago, again, coming out of the American College of Physicians, they are saying that as long as your A1C is eight or less, then you're totally fine and you do not need medications to control your blood diabetes or your blood sugar. So why is this so important? It's so important because when you look at the medications that they use, that they prescribe you to control your blood sugar, these drugs are dangerous drugs that cause GI disorders. They cause weight gain, which if you know anything about type 2 diabetes, the weight gain is a huge issue because the more weight that you gain, the more fat cells you have, and the more resistant to insulin that you become. So if a drug that you're on to control your blood sugar causes you to gain weight. It makes you have more fat cells, which then causes you to be even more insulin resistant, which means that over time, there is no doubt that you're going to have to continue to up your dosage of these dangerous diabetes medications. And one of the complications of long-term diabetes medication use is congestive heart failure. So you're looking at a medication that, yeah, maybe for the short term, it's going to control your blood sugar, but in the long term, it's going to make you gain weight, which makes you even more resistant to insulin, which makes you have even more issues with your blood sugar, which then you're going to have to take even more of this medication dosage wise. And then long term, that's going to cause congestive heart failure. So these diabetes medications are dangerous things. So that is the reason why the American College of Physicians was doing such intensive research because they know that long-term use of these medications is so detrimental to your health. And here is what the president of the American College of Physicians says. Now, you don't get to be the president of the ACP if you aren't a big deal. So the president of the ACP, his name is Dr. Jack Onday, and he's a medical doctor. Again, big deal. You don't get in that position unless you are a huge deal to somebody. And here is the quote about the research that they've been doing on the, your levels of A1C and diabetes. He says this, our analysis of the evidence behind existing guidelines found that treatment with drugs to targets of 7% or less compared to targets of 8% did not reduce deaths or macrovascular complications such as heart attack or strokes, but did result in substantial harms from the medications. So let me put that in layman's terms. Here's what president of the ACP states. He says that after all of their research, they found that the difference between a target A1C of seven or less versus a target A1C of eight or less makes no difference in if you're going to have a heart attack or stroke or have to have legs amputated, or any of the complications that you really think of when it comes to type 2 diabetes. So he said there's absolutely no difference in medicating at 7, an A1C of 7 or less, versus an A1C of 8 or less. However, there is a huge difference when you're talking about the complications of those diabetes medications. And based off of their research, because there is no difference with the diabetes complications, but there is a massive difference between the drug complications that the new recommended levels should be eight or less for your A1C. Now, why is this so important to understand and talk about? Because this is brand new research 
And I guarantee you, if in the next year or even two years, you go to get your A1C checked, I guarantee you, your doctors aren't going to tell you about the brand new guidelines and all of the research that supports the brand new guidelines. Here's what you have to understand about these new guidelines is that it is literally coming from one of the most authoritative groups in medicine today is the American College of Physicians. And what they're saying is that your A1C should be eight or less. So as long as it's eight or less, you should not, 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 do not take diabetes, blood sugar controlling medications because the complications of these medications are so harmful to you that it is not worth the risk of taking it as long as your A1C is eight or less. But if you go to the doctor in the next year or two years, I guarantee that your doctor is still going to be practicing under the same guidelines of seven or less, six and a half is the target for your A1C. And so we have to put you on this medication. So if you're not equipped with the current research and with the current knowledge, you could be put in a position where your doctor is putting you on a medication that is literally causing harm to your body and not doing anything to prevent the complications of diabetes. This, guys, is what the research is saying. So it's a big deal to understand because you need to walk into your doctor's office and walk in equipped with knowledge. That is why we do this radio show. That's why we constantly do the health and the news articles so that you can be equipped with the latest, most up-to-date research because I guarantee you those doctors are going to hem and haul and they're going to tell you, well, just in case we should just still put you on these medications. No, guys, they're killing you. They're dangerous medications. And first of all, if you have type 2 diabetes, you should be looking at lifestyle things to control your diabetes because your lifestyle is the reason why you got type 2 diabetes in the first place. Now, I know that's hard for some of you to understand, but there is an entire protocol that we go through in the office so that you can help reverse your type 2 diabetes naturally, right? How does it reverse it naturally? Because once you give your body what it needs, the body naturally heals. There's not some magic pill, potion, lotion, not even some magic adjustment that I can give you to correct your diabetes. Our job is in the office is to make sure that your body has exactly what it needs nutrient-wise. It has exactly what it needs nerve supply-wise. And that way your body can be healthy and heal from the inside out. Do you need to get caught up on past episodes of The Dr. Amy Show? Then you can check us out and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And as always, remember to give us a five-star rating and tell all your friends. If you do need to contact us, you can always call us at 23. 23- 39628 4899 and always remember your power is on.